Jimmy Fallon inviting you to join me on Fox Across America weekdays at 10 a.m. on News Talk 930 KROE. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high-efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays, everybody. Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. is it Got to get the poll. Right. <laughs> From the crawl space. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting, and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, and Madison Dan Forth. Now, uh, Mr. Aaron Linden has got a dead battery at the house. There's been a lot of that the last few days. There really has. Uh, it's It's been tough out there with mm -hmm. this temperature. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's the kind of temperature where you can you can really hear the snow crunch under mm. your feet when you walk, you know? Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you, if you're a skier or a snowboarder, yes. now is the time. Are you a snowboarder? I ski. You ski? Mm -hmm. No, you're a two-sticker. <laughs> it's way easier. I can't. I can't balance on. Oh, oh really? I can't do it. You know that I, when I was fifteen, man, I loved it. I, I was hitting jumps. I was doing all kinds of stuff on my snowboard, and then I got out of it for almost exactly twenty years. So when I was thirty-six years old, my sister was like, "Come on, I'll take you up the mountain. Let's let's hit it again." You know. And I thought, yeah, I'll, it's like a bike, right? I'm sure I could just jump. No, no. Oh, no, it is no. not. It is not like a bike. <laughs> I am telling you, the size of the bruise on my <laughs> poor little right cheek <laughs> was probably that of like a good restaurant dinner plate. Oh, yeah. And it was as black as your vest, Madison. Mm, it wow, was... Wow. I mean, it got to the point I fell down on that poor cheek so many times. I made a decision that I am I'm done. I'm finished with this hill. Oh, it's got hit in the same spot over and over, over again. Over and over yeah. and over. It was like getting a dead leg from an older brother. Oh, that's the worst. For two and a half hours. I took my friends last winter. We went up to Antelope, and there's four of us. Like we all. Uh, like I was skiing, my friend was skiing, and my friend goes, I'm going to snowboard. I haven't since I was like mm, seven. I'm like, mm, I would, <laughs> let's, let's try skiing. Like it's easier to just do it for the day. 30 minutes down the bunny hill. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so glad that I love you because I, mm, I'm so frustrated. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go on the big kid. Hill now. <laughs> you stay here. And she's on the ground like 
Her snow pants are ripped down the middle. She's just laying there like, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. Have fun on the bunny. Yeah. What uh, what oh. classification of diamond do you generally hit, Madison? Uh, I've done black diamonds. I mean, yeah. I'm not like the greatest. I'll still tumble, but they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, no yard sales, though. Yeah. No. Yeah, for those who don't know, a yard sales when you go tumbling so badly that all your equipment goes <laughs> off into the distance, and uh, everybody around you just basically says, "There's a yard sale over yeah. there. Let's go pick some stuff up." Just got a pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> oh man, we, yeah, I loved doing it when I was younger, and I just I don't know if I just don't have the balance anymore. You know, there's. Uh, a lot of time from then till now. Mm, that right. was just, that was a rough experience. <laughs> uh, my sister ended up buying me a, a shirt that day from uh, the gift store. <laughs> Said something along the lines of like the world's greatest skier or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so it was ironic. It was quite ironic. Yeah, absolutely. But it was fun. We used to do all kinds of things. If you, When I was younger, if you found a good run, you you take those sprees. Do you know those spree candies? Yeah. You find a good run, you take a spree, and you pop it in your mouth, and you can spit it out as you're going down the, the run, and it colors the run. So your friends, <laughs> you're like, ah, there's, you get, you there's a red spree. I know which way to go. <laughs> well, it was all kinds of fun huh. tips and tricks. I never heard of that before. Yeah, well, not a lot of people like to see candy spit uh, out. Yeah, I was going to say, there might be some people that don't like that too much. Cross-country skiing is pretty fun, too. I, yeah. I like doing that. It's fun. I went a couple... Years ago, I went at night up Sibley, and it was really cool. They had at the they had the warming hut up top of Sibley, and they had like hot dogs and uh, s'mores and hot chocolate and stuff like that. You just go up. They start really late at night, and then just come down. And it's it's really cool to see it all at night. There's a lot of cross country skiers and events up here. It's fun, and it's something that I haven't done. And it's super. It's not like really hard. You honestly, it's just like walking. Mm. Yeah, but. It's yeah, fun. and it's very uh, aerobic mm-hmm. when it comes to exercise. I mean, it gets you outside. You mm-hmm. get to see a different side of the forest. Uh, there's a lot of great trails. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch, yeah. There's usually a lot of people up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason I know all of this is because I covered a couple different cross-country skiing events when I was reporting for a local newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I'd never really taken part and so I went up there and watched these folks, hung out with them for quite a while. And, and it seems like one of those communities I really wanted to be a part of. But I just haven't gotten the motivation to do anything yeah. about it yet. <laughs> that's, that's my downfall. You know, I live yeah. in some of the most beautiful country mm. in the world. And getting my butt out of a chair <laughs> is still a job to do. Now, yeah. it, but that is one activity, Madison. It's really fun. That I, I would really want to take part in. And you can rent skis downtown, and they're not too bad. They're just like little boots, and you just lace them up, and then you go. Head out, yeah. yeah. And they're really thin skis. They're not, like, wide, but they're really cool. Another activity that I think would be really fun, and it's great for your health, and again, get to see a different side of the mountain, snowshoeing. Mm. Mm. A lot of people do that around mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And that's another thing that I'd like to do. But I've got this issue with walking. <laughs> <laughs> you need like the Wally rolly chairs. Just, like, everywhere. There you go. There you go. All right, folks, give us a call. 674-4443 or 672-5763. Let's take a look at the poll. This 
is the question that really matters <laughs> this time yeah, of year. Yeah, this weekend, everyone's going to get uh, judged one way or the other. And I was so. really surprised, Steve. I, I, was, I was pretty surprised, too. Uh, the question is, which list are you on, the nice or the naughty list? I was expecting there to be more nices than naughties. I really thought so, too. But I thought it would be way out there. Like ninety something percent nice. Everybody People thinks they're humble. on the nice list. Yeah. <laughs> well, they ended up being, yeah. Well, see, I, and I thought it'd be kind of like the, uh, you know, are you a better than average driver? Like 99% of people say they're better than average. Right. Oh, which absolutely statistically not. cannot be true, right? <laughs> Where's the media? <laughs> right. So what we had was 62% said that they were nice and 38% naughty. Oh. So a lot of honesty out there, A maybe. lot of honesty. Yeah. 32. Or so. their spouses clicked for them. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. I'll take care of this weekly task for you. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about it. I took the poll for both of yeah. us, sweetheart. Well, I would have to say that this year I'm on the nice list, I think. Yeah? Uh, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head that I would call naughty or bad that I did that would, uh, you know, Santa Claus would take action on. See, all of that, is, that depends on how... Strict, do you think he is? Oh, yeah. See, is he Futurama strict? Right. (laughs) My mom just texted and said, can I call in and answer this question for you? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I totally trust her judgment, though. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. I I do not. Yeah. (laughs) She says, naughty. I say nice. I'm fine. I was with her in Sturgis, and everything was fine. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. in the land Wretched. of temptation that's itself. Right. That's, a, yeah. that's right. I only got a couple tattoos there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they were nice tattoos. Yeah. So that's still on the nice list. <laughs> that I got with my family. Yeah. There you See, go. Yeah. That was a bonding moment. That's mm-hmm. what that was. In a garage. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the stage. Yep. Steve, what about you? I think I'm on the nice list. Uh, yeah, I've been a good boy all year. Yeah. What about Trevor? <laughs> Oh, he's he's giving me that look. Trevor like... hasn't been on the nice list since 1967. <laughs> <laughs> he's smiling now, so yeah, I think you're right on that one. I actually found a website, uh, the Department of Christmas Affairs. <laughs> Very serious. Where stuff. you can uh, look at your name and see if you're on the nice or naughty list. And so I looked, uh, Madison, you are on the nice list according to this list here. Perfect little angel. And if that's you, an official list. It, uh, apparently. It's Extremely the, official. It says North Pole Government, Department of Christmas Affairs. I'm sure looks pretty official to me. It's even got a reindeer and a Santa, so. They're watching. <laughs> now, if you had spelled your name with two N's, you would have been on the naughty list, though. It's that so, extra N. Yeah. They yep. don't like it. And Floyd, you're on the nice list according to this. I'm on the nice list. Let's take a look at the not present A.A. Ron. Uh, he is on the nice list. Oh. My goodness, is there anybody who's not? Um, I, I mean, is this flattery? You well, it's, look up Gretchen. Yeah, let's take a look at that. Trevor's on the nice list. So I'm starting to doubt the uh, accuracy of this. Uh, Maybe they're not watching close enough, right? Nice list. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Well, according to hero history writer Kathleen Meyer, the Dutch legend of Sinterklaas... The saintly night visitor who left treats for the good children in their shoes and their stockings. These treats might be toys, fruits, nuts, candies, even money in some situations. But Sinterklaas did have a counterpoint. His name was Black Pete. And he first appeared in history around 1850 by, uh, in a story by school teacher Jan, and I'm, I can't say that name, I think it's Skankerman. Hmm. But the legend precedes the story. Some say the Spaniard character dressed in a Renaissance type of clothing 
and had his roots as far back as the myth of Odin and his raven helpers, Hugin and Munin. When Odin leads the wild hunt, according to the legends, these figures would perch at chimneys and listen in on the mortals below. Now, they would go back to Odin and they would report if they were good or bad. So they're kind of like the elf on the shelf. They were kind of like the elf on the shelf. Yeah. Right? They're watching out. They're seeing things. Now, uh, so it seems Black Pete also served as a parallel for Santa Claus. In Germany, one uh, figure that has become quite famous, I'd probably say over the last decade, a lot of people know him, Krampus. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. the, the legend of Krampus. Mm-hmm. Now, in Germany, they had St. Nicholas, not mm-hmm. so much Santa Claus. They stuck around to the original source material. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just wasn't enough incentives, so they they came up with Krampus. And for starters, <laughs> Krampus was half goat, half demon. And in in original Norse mythology, he's the son of Hell. And Hell in in Norse mythology was the name of the the world of the dead, and it later became uh, the name of a goddess of death. She was one of the children of Loki. The yeah. trickster god. Yep, yep. Now, the German word for claw, Krampen, describes one of Krampus's main attributes. He's got claws. On the night before St. Nicholas Day, or December 6th, uh, also known as Krampusnat, a naughty child would be lucky to get a lump of coal in his stocking, or even lucky to get whipped with a birch stick. Oh. Because other older stories have him doing some things that I'm going to let you do research on your own. (laughs) You don't want to traumatize all the children right before Christmas. A lot of that... I'm traumatized. (laughs) It came to an end because it was a pagan legend, and it was strictly forbidden by the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. And uh, so some, you know, a lot of people figured that the Catholic Church didn't like that there because it was kind of anti-St. Nicholas, Mm -hmm. so so they wanted it removed. So that is where the legends of uh, the anti-Santa Clauses come from. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm I'm of English, Irish... Danish and Scottish descent. So we never had any stories of like Krampus right. growing up. Um, I don't know if there really was like an anti Santa Claus in those cultures. Not that I know of. Yeah, I don't don't think there was. What about New Zealand? <clears throat> no, it's Father Christmas. Father Christmas. Yeah. What is the image of Santa Claus where you guys come it, from? It's the same as here, the red suit and all that, which is kind of funny because it's summer. In New Zealand, so he may have shorts on top yeah. of him with <laughs> his hat. But... He's got a white cloth, yeah. a red safari hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes he had green instead of red, but that's yeah. a more traditional Father Christmas color. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot different from here because it's, you know, it's still part of the British Empire. Yeah, so. and 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 again, you know, uh, like with me coming from that very uh, Anglo portion of the world, mm-hmm. there just doesn't seem to be like an anti-Santa. No. No, I'm not aware of anything like that at all. But, uh, you know, I've often wondered, you know, just being on the naughty list, that the lump of coal came from somewhere. Right. And so it's funny to to read these. Look back through history and realize that, you know, Black Pete was the one who started the whole black coal idea. Hmm. And if you really look at Santa Claus, it, it 
he does have like a very Norse yes. appearance. Very much so, yeah. You know, the big beard, mm-hmm. a very large individual. <laughs> and and so it just kind of makes me wonder, what did the real St. Nicholas truly look like? Right. Yeah, I, I remember reading one time the uh, origins of that image of Santa Claus. And there's, the, of course, the urban legend that it was from Coca-Cola, but it actually predates that. Uh, yeah. I don't remember exactly where it came from, but... Uh, All I can think of is Elf. <laughs> like uh, when Will Ferrell, what are we seeing on your birthday? Happy birthday. Oh, you yeah. sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. What do, like, what do you smell like? You smell like. Oh. He had a, yeah, I said he smelled like something. You but smell I like beef or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something. something. Yeah. Oh. The real Santa doesn't smell like that, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, What's so the, funny. Speaking of Elf, what. What Christmas movies are played at your house every oh. year since you can remember? Well, we do Elf Night. So our, our really good friends, they um, every year for their kids, they do an Elf Night. And so, you know, on Elf, when he has the spaghetti with all of the, mm, the syrup and, yeah. and the all of the stuff, they let their kids do that. And oh, there's, there's, no, there's no rules on Elf Night. Ooh. And so they can have as much sugar and pop as they want. What night is this? Uh, elf night. Yeah, but when when is it done? Oh, we had it uh, on the 16th. Okay, so it's probably a time for the sugar high to wear off uh-huh. before Christmas Eve. Wow. It was yeah. wonderful. And so we all got together and, like, obviously, I do not partake in the spaghetti, spaghetti maple syrup. Yeah. Mm. And so mm. I eat, like, the normal food, and then they just decorate their house really cute, and then we all watch the movie. And then the kids are like sugar high, and then uh, <laughs> Harper goes, "Oh man, my stomach really hurts." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I wonder why." And oh, she just yeah. had like this look in her eyes when she, because she eats it with her hands, and she's just like, "This is great. This is so much fun." That is a really interesting new tradition, though. I, <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that. It's yeah. super fun. I kind of like that. Yeah. Did you do the belching contest, like when he drinks the, uh, the two liter of yeah, soda? And Grayson, like he has the video, and so he'll drink his drink, and then he'll play the video and like mouth along with it and she's like did you guys hear did that did you hear that that is interesting what what it's about fun. you steve um the one movie i have to watch every year is is national lampoon's christmas Absolutely. vacation i've yeah. never seen that are no. you serious we you need really to change should. that or the christmas story wow see now trevor's with you on that one because he's not a fan of the christmas story <laughs> I can't believe that. Trevor, yeah. why wouldn't you be a fan it's of the Christmas? a little Christmas? idiot with a BB gun. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I that's, mean, that's, that's not wrong. It, yeah. That's not wrong. And he did almost shoot his eye he out. Did, yeah. He did, yeah. Destroyed those glasses, and those glasses <laughs> back in the day were not cheap. Right. I would be an upset father. Right. I, I think I've seen, like, bits and pieces, but I'm just like, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. You don't want to, mm-hmm. huh? I, I like Elf. Or four Christmases. Well, you're not you're not betraying one by yeah. watching the other. That's right. Yeah, you can you can you do can both. you can have a lot. You know, when I was a little kid, we used to sit around the TV in our big three channels, mm-hmm. and we would watch Frosty the Snowman. Mm-hmm. Oh, the old animated one. Yeah, yeah. And then we would watch uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, mm-hmm. and uh, we would watch. Gosh, there was there was a couple other ones. There's a Santa Claus is coming to town, which is tells the whole story of uh, uh, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then usually they would end it with Doctor Seuss, the animated, the Grinch, the Grinch. And oh. and what's really interesting, this is something that I've watched. Um, my generation, it's the animated Grinch movie that we all know and love. My wife uh, is a millennial; she's a little younger than me. 
Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Okay, yeah. That terrifies me. Is yes. that's hers. <laughs> yeah, that one's a, that one's a little creepy. I I can't. That movie for scares kids, me. I think. Yeah. It still freaks me out. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. now for those of you who don't know, and there's probably a lot. Uh, there's a new one uh, that actually had that really great actor Cumberbatch mm. uh, played the Grinch the in an animated that's version, cute. a computer animated version. And so it's interesting because if you get the three of us together, mine's the hand drawn, my wife's is Jim Carrey, and my daughter's is that animated. Interesting. One. But we all, it's different yeah. generations, and it's just kind of interesting mm. how this story of the Grinch is just passed down through. And a very American tradition, you know. Yeah, and I think there, I've seen more Grinch decorations in the last two or three years than ever before that yeah. I can remember. It's trending on TikTok right now, like his sound, uh, that that's it, I'm not going, that, mm. that sound. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's the idea that it doesn't always have to be these long-held traditions. We can create new ones. And sure enough, mm. I wonder if Dr. Seuss had any idea <laughs> right? about what he was really creating when he sat down and drew that first picture uh, where the Grinch wasn't even green. Mm. I think the uh, in the original picture is just a black and white book, if, yeah. I, if I'm correct. Well, most cartoons start out that way as sketches. Yeah. So. And, uh, that's, and to think that that character has stretched through generations upon generations. It's just really fascinating to me. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know about Elf on the Shelf until I was well into my 20s. Well, I don't know when that actually started. I That was before. That was after, like, I yeah, grew Yeah, that, that's a fairly recent tradition, I think. Mm -hmm. you, I love watching, like, there's some creative, like, parents out there. Oh, man, like, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. To um, watch that, yeah. Yeah, you know, I saw one where... The where the kids the wake up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or I saw one where uh, the elf on the shelf got really close to the light mm. and it like melted the face. <laughs> and the kids woke up and were like, what happened? That's horrible. They're like, um, we don't know. And yeah. so they had like plastic surgery and they got a new one. Good, it was good. so funny. My uh, cohort in the IT department here pointed out something the other day that he says, it's kind of ironic that the elf on the shelf is... Every night they fly back and report to Santa how the kids are doing. Yeah. But then they come back and be mischievous themselves. Little they, devils. They, yeah, leave little, like, uh, chocolate uh, kiss poop around and yeah. stuff. <laughs> You've heard on Elf on a Shelf, but there's now Snoop on a stoop. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's Snoop Dogg. It's for adults. It's Snoop Dogg. That's you, the new tradition. And you do the same thing, but it's Snoop Dogg. My it's goodness. Snoop on a stoop. Yep. I, I might do that. <laughs> Well, at our house now, uh, my wife and I, uh, my little girl's grown up and gone off to college. She's uh, uh, down in Colorado. And so my wife and I now have this tradition where the Christmas tree really is more of like a Halloween thing. Okay. It's a white Christmas tree. And there are like, you know, because we all have ornaments that we've been dragging around our whole lives, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I've got my ornaments. She's got her ornaments. But the majority are, like, Halloween-themed. And at the top, instead of a star or anything else, we have uh, a weeping angel from Doctor Who. <laughs> but I bought that strictly for my daughter, so that's going on. And my wife is going to make a biblically correct angel. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. So probably something with a lot of eyes mm. and uh, and a bunch of feathers. And uh, she's yeah. gonna, she's going to make us cool. a new top because uh, I'm giving the the weeping angel to my little girl, and that's going to be her tradition from here on. 
What movie do you watch every year? Die Hard. Well, I'll yes, tell you what. That's when it. we <laughs> when we were decorating the Christmas tree this year, and and kind of getting the house ready, putting up lights, it was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on Christmas Eve, I will sit down and I will watch with all my attention. The Nakatomi building <laughs> be taken over <laughs> by thieves. Yep. And not, they're thieves. They're not terrorists. That's right. Yeah. They're thieves. They're, they're, they're there to simple yep. thieves. It's yep. not Christmas till he falls off. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I will watch Die Hard because that is my Christmas movie. Mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Too. I saw, it's, a, it's a fantastic I movie. I saw this poll. I can't remember what it was on. And it was all these people were argu- arguing like, why is it a Christmas movie? Mm. Like why? Why do people consider it a Christmas movie? We had a we did a show on yeah. this last year, and uh, the consensus basically is it's a Christmas movie in the same way that my favorite things is a Christmas song, or mm. Jingle Bells is a Christmas song. It actually there's a checklist, yeah, and that we went through last year, and sure enough, as we're looking at this checklist. Die Hard made all the all the checks. I don't think their director intended to. No, absolutely not. Yeah, no. So funny to think about. It wasn't made as a Christmas movie, but it has become one because people make it a tradition to watch it at Christmas Mm -hmm. time. And that's the thing. Who Mm -hmm. who really defines it? You know what I mean? And uh, we got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Lines. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. I trust everybody had a serene solstice. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. As far as Christmas uh, movies go, I'm a little surprised and, and somewhat concerned that nobody's mentioned the old, old version of Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, that's oh, my that's second a, favorite. That's a good one. Where, yep. where the, the little girl gets a daddy, mm-hmm. a house, <laughs> and, and the mom actually comes around from extreme capitalism to be kind of a human being. Yeah. So that's my favorite. My daughter and I watch that. I'm heading to Salt Lake right now to go watch it with her. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome. great. So, so thanks, you guys. Merry Christmas. Thank Merry you, Christmas. and Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you. And on that fantastic note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Hi, this is Chance Harris. And I'm Laura Wichick. Did you know Harker Mellinger provides services to help you with your payroll and accounting problems or business concerns? Schedule an appointment today to discuss how our professional staff can find the solutions that work best for you. Harker Mellinger has been providing quality service for Sheridan area businesses for over 37 years. Remember, you get our exclusive fixed fee, one monthly fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Call Harker Mellinger today, 672-0785. It's the final day of our $2,500 gift card giveaway. Ho, 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 Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today is the final day that you could be one of our $50 gift card winners. All this week, we have been giving away $500 of gift cards every day. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in. Open Christmas Eve until 2 p.m. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. You grunt and groan every time you stand, bend, or reach. Ow! 
aching bones and aching joints, they're not just painful, they're noisy. But seriously, for some, aching joints are debilitating. The specialists at Sheridan Ortho work tirelessly to end your aches and pains. From advanced hand and upper extremity surgery, to computer-navigated spine surgery, to complex sports medicine like hip arthroscopy, you're in good hands. Sheridan Orthopedics, serving Sheridan and the surrounding areas for over 50 years. Visit SheridanOrtho.com. Same-day appointments may be available. Today, everything Christmas in the store will be 23% off. Hi, this is Darlene with Nest Home and Holiday, Window Works and more. Everything Christmas in the store is 23% off today only. So if you have any last minute shopping to do, today is the day. Do it with us and get 23% off anything Christmas. Merry Christmas from Nest Home and Holiday, Window Works and more. 1815 North Main Street. Open Christmas Eve until 3 p.m. You're in need of a tax write-off. Hammer Chevrolet has a few new vehicles for you, Troy Baker. Bob, we'll put you in a new Chevy Tahoe LS. It's dark ash metallic, and it's priced at $60,550. We also have a new Chevy Colorado LT. It's somewhat white in color and well-equipped for $41,880. New Chevys are coming in, so if you need that tax write-off, come see us before the end of the year. Hammer Chevrolet, 107 East Alger, online at hammerchevy.com. Open Saturdays till 4. Remembering the reason for the season, Jim and Brenda Haskett with Truebill Builders would like to take this time to say thank you to all their customers, friends, neighbors for another amazing year. There are many ways to express good wishes. A handshake, a joyous greeting, an exchange of gifts. May your holidays be merry and bright. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Jim and Brenda Haskett with Truebill Builders online at truebillbuilders.com. John Favreau. Yes. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, and Madison Danforth. Give us a call, 674-4443 or 672-5763. We're discussing traditions and, and movies and how Christmas has really affected our culture and how our culture has really affected Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Madison brought up that they do like an elf night, and this is really interesting. All the kids are kind of given free reign. On, <laughs> There's no and, rules on elf night. No rules on elf night. But what's really interesting is that was a movie, you know, just a yeah. simple movie that has changed the traditions of a family. And that's just one family. I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot of folks out there who say we have to watch Elf. And my wife is one of them. My wife, it's not really Christmas for her until we sit down and watch Will Ferrell put on that outfit. The yellow tights? And his yep. yellow tights. And... The yellow ones don't stop. But, you know, it, there's, there's a reason for it. And I think the reason is this character that he portrays, this Elf, really holds dear the traditions of Christmas, the meaning of Christmas. It's a good wholesome movie. It really it is. Really, yeah. really. I is. will. I will still. No matter how many times I've watched it, I will chuckle like mm-hmm. hysterically at this movie. Mm-hmm. It is. I a, love it, it. You know, I. It took me a while. I mean, I. I watched it and thought, well, that's a good comedy. Mm-hmm. That's funny. 
But to hear about, you know, families altering their traditions and after speaking with my wife, she's uh, informed me that I absolutely love this movie. <laughs> and she's always and right. she's always and you right. you have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Lines. Good morning. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good morning and Merry Christmas. We've got uh, a lot of good people going on, so that's great. Uh, I'm just informing you that uh, we've got some naughties on the list this year. Um, you let me get through my little circle here. Um, we're going to go with the Twitter files, releasing information that the FBI had about 80 agents working to withhold information concerning the Hunter Biden laptop. And we just had the congressional hearing on January 6th, which also involves Ray Epps, which was more than likely an FBI informant. He was the most vocal person there that on that day. Uh, we really need to take a look at uh, why we have our government agencies with uh, keeping people from having freedom of speech and uh, the amount of tax dollars being thrown at Twitter through them. So I, I think we're on, what, uh, almost the 10th drop of files? Oh, you're waiting on a comment. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's odd. I, I, I figured uh, being journalists would... We'd want to talk about that uh, because it does pertain to Julian Assange. And he was originally uh, talking about how uh, we weren't being informed about stuff that was going on and the legal activities that our government was doing. Mm -hmm. and Snowden. Snowden pointed out that we were being snooped on a legal activity. And now Snowden is being kept away from, you know, coming back to home. So, uh, I will absolutely agree with you that what happened to, to Snowden was wrong. Uh, because if you work for a government agency and you find out that our government is spying on its own citizens and you talk, that should not make you a criminal. Yeah, yeah. So I believe that Snowden should be, uh, should be absolved. Of, of any wrongdoing. Now, one thing that they did like to do is basically say that he was putting agents in the field in danger. And I don't know if that was true or not, but that's sure the stance that they were going to take to right. try to villainize him in the eyes of the American people. When the fact of the matter was, all he did was come forward and expose the fact that the government was spying on its own people, which is wrong and i think most people are glad that he did that i am yeah mm -hmm. i absolutely am yeah and another thing chelsea manning yes i agree with that as well if i worked for a military and i found out that uh my my military was spying on my own people i would say something mm -hmm. why because in my oath during that process i am allowed to disobey an unlawful order every single soldier airman marine coast guard member you name it you are allowed 
a matter of fact, required. it is your obligation. Yeah. yeah, you're required to. Yeah. To disobey an unlawful order. So, that's how I feel about that. We've had a Christmas miracle here in the studio. He arrived. Did you get... Did you, <laughs> I had to show up. Uh, oh. <laughs> I had to show up and defend myself, Madison. I'm not scary. He scares me. I can't, I can't do it. He... Ah. I've never liked it. Well, <laughs> you woke up. You, you are just as red as red, my Oh, man. I, I can feel the cold I'm like radiating like, coolness. And not in that way. Yeah. <laughs> we know, woke it's, up we the, know it's not in that way. Right. So. The battery was dead. Yes, yeah. Again? Yeah. Uh, no, different. A different vehicle, okay. Uh, the Land Rover <laughs> was dead before. Okay. And if you haven't replaced a foreign battery before, I don't highly suggest it. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, about $180. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It was like goodness. 300 bucks for it. So now I probably get to put one in the Suburban. We'll mm. see. Mm. I, got a, I got a friend who uh, he ordered a Land Rover when we were overseas. And sure enough, they I don't know how much he paid, but the EPA has got some pretty strict regulations when it comes to cars coming from foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they didn't outfit this Land Rover that he had purchased with anything to comply with our laws. So he had to pay. And like I said, I'm not sure how much it was, but I do know it was way too much. (laughs) Way too much. To get that over here. But uh, on that, we got to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share To the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main and Sherry. What are your marketing goals for your business? There are many advanced marketing strategies and tools that continue to emerge. At Sheridan Media, we're constantly combining new and traditional methods of marketing to get you the highest return on your investment. We invite you to sit down with us, meet with one of our creative consultants, and together we'll customize a marketing plan. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned media company ready to go to work for you. Dolly Bellis with Buffalo Realty has just the property you've been looking for. Let's talk about 23 Black Mountain Drive in Dayton. This is a very spacious five-bedroom, three-bathroom home with an office-slash-bonus room featuring a new stove, dishwasher, and microwave. Not only that, but we're talking new landscaping and fencing as well. Throw in an attached two-car garage and mountain views that'll steal this deal for you. Call Buffalo Realty and ask for Dolly Bellis about 23 Black Mountain Drive in Dayton. 
It's the final day of our $2,500 gift card giveaway. Ho, 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 Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today is the final day that you could be one of our $50 gift card winners. All this week, we have been giving away $500 of gift cards every day. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in. Open Christmas Eve until 2 p.m. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. As a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager of Shared Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on nine different radio stations? Partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, sharedmedia.com and sharedonwyoming.com. Let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today. 672-7421 or email sales at sharedamedia.com and let us go to work for you. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, Madison Danforth, and sure enough, Mr. Aaron Linden managed to make it all the way back in. If nothing else, I'm feisty. <laughs> did you jump in Santa's sleigh? They got you yeah, here. Yeah, Are yeah. you now on the naughty list? <laughs> yeah, did you say anything that got you on the naughty list while you were... Where Shucky Darn come? Is shucky that, Darn. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, right? I, th- I think you're all right. Yeah, that's probably as bad yeah. as I got. Cotton-headed yeah. niggy muggins. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. All right, we've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Is that me? That's you. Well, Trevor Jackson threatened me with my life. <laughs> we know he's on the naughty list. That's, well, that's, that's like the least thing he's I done. I go back with, with Brian Paul, and his real name was Brian Lebonsky. And Trevor said that was before his time. Mm. Yeah, and I'm I mean, like, I go back that far? <laughs> You're getting old, but Ron. Audrey, Audrey. Oh, I miss Audrey. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, me too. Uh, well, Trevor was talking about Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I took a 12-pack of Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I found the cheapest wine I could find at Star for Trevor because mm-hmm. she was going to get on her dirt bike and spit the uh, rooster tails in his wine. Yep. I don't remember how we got and, on that conversation, but now that was a, that was a good morning show. Well, good morning show material. She, she would put you guys in your place. Yes, and now and I, it's totally I made the, free reign. I made, the, I made the mistake of walking in the bottom door one day because I was bringing uh, Jim Schillinger. says, Roman, why are you bringing candy and and uh, goldfish and certain uh, <laughs> almond joys and things like that? And I started laughing. I says, well, I was a little kid. His name was Ketsko, and he would come down to the ranch, and us kids needed to be peeled off the big picture window because we knew he had candy. So I figured if I brought you guys candy all the time, because when I said I'm spreading love and joy, I'm at the family dollar store, and I see these uh, Halloween-type thing. 
almond joys and mounds. Sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't. <laughs> well, it's called marketing 101. <laughs> you, you are like I'm your bringing... own personal Santa Claus. <laughs> well, it's, and see, I would, I would come to work for, uh, as far as marketing, but Jim Schillinger and Bob Grammons, they roll their eyes and it's like, oh, jeez, we I have to put why. him on time delay. <laughs> I wonder why they roll their eyes. <laughs> That's They're not the only ones that have done that for you, Roman, I'm sure. Well, no, I'm I'm pretty famous around here, ain't I? <laughs> Your reputation <laughs> precedes itself. But on the other hand, even though I don't have another hand, uh-huh. <laughs> you guys, you guys. No, seriously, it's not funny. It's kind of funny, but it's not funny. Yeah, it is, but it's not. <laughs> but uh, you guys roll your eyes, and you always have a smile on your face. So I am spreading love and joy. You are. And when I try to explain that to people, he says, oh, you're always spreading something. <laughs> I says, are you saying BS? And they're like, yep. Roman, you're pretty perceptive. <laughs> but. No, I love the show, and um, Audrey's going to be back one of these days. We're trying to get that to happen. I, yeah, we'll see. Well, and I'll sneak in behind her. It's like, oh, oh shit, Roman's in behind her. There we go. There we go. Thanks, Roman, for that one. Uh, all right, yeah, we're going to end that one. Drop an F bomb. All right, so uh, moving on. Good morning. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Lines. Good morning, guys, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And I was just thinking this morning. Well, first I should tell you my two favorite Christmas movies are the original Miracle on 34th Street with Edmund Gwynn mm-hmm. and and uh, A Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. Oh, yeah. A perfect Scrooge, you know. That was a good one, but, yeah. And then, and then Steve and Trevor will remember one of the years in the late 80s, I think it was, when it was this cotton pick and cold and Julie, who was the world's worst driver, next to Jim Morgan, went sailing by the, the radio station and had to go up and turn around and come back down the hill and ended <laughs> up in the parking, uh, or the driveway of the trailer that used to be the radio station, and Tim Ray was going to go out and help her. Mm-hmm. Well, it was so slippery, and Tim never wore overshoes or anything. He had leather-soled shoes on. Of course, he slipped and fell and turned into a little round ball <laughs> and rolled <laughs> <laughs> slid and rolled down the hill as we were all inside watching him go down to help Julie. <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm driving to town to, to deliver meals, and this picture is in my mind, and I'm giggling all the way into town, thinking, I, I have to call those guys and remind them of Tim rolling down the hill to help Julie. <laughs> <laughs> there were some good times back here in the day. <laughs> a little bit of chaos goes a long way, doesn't it? Trevor, it seems like it was a lot more chaotic back in the early days than it has been lately, don't you think? Once we all grew up. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we did? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it happened.